Welcome to the Linsanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Linsanity Podcast, Divisional Preview Edition. I mean, this is like the greatest time for the Linsanity Podcast. And it's always fun. We always try to bring on different guests, different people to join us. So I'm just so excited for these pods. Uh, one uh, is done. The NFC North, uh, which contains plenty of insane takes that are available <laughs> on the TikTok uh, for people to listen to. And then also, if you want to listen to the full one, please go ahead. Uh, DJ Deke was fantastic uh, uh, on the NFC North. I was very thrilled with that. So uh, we, we've done one. We've got the the AFC East today. And before we get into it, I just want to give a shout out to the network and what uh, is going on there. Uh, the Circle City Cinema uh, is is continuing to, to put out those podcasts. There's a lot of Marvel stuff that's been going down. I'm assuming uh, that Zach's going to get up from his freaking bed and record some podcasts over the next couple of weeks uh, to discuss some of the uh, just what's going on with everything, you know, in the movie world. And uh you know, Alex is, is continuing to put out some basketball content. I know he's really uh, coming out of it uh, with the bang, wants to create some stuff fun for the summer. So I'm excited for uh, what he will have. And and obviously with the Lindsay, you know, the football previews are cooking. So uh, don't be afraid to give us a five star. And then if you're watching on YouTube, give a five star because, you know, that I'm a beautiful looking host. No. And you know, if, if not, it's, it's, uh, it's all, it's all good. Just give the negative comments joke. to Bryce. But anyway, I, uh, I'm very excited for this guest Bryce because, you know, we've, we, you know, he, he's been a, you know, as I mentioned on Twitter to tease this show, he, he's been a guy that typically, you know, dissects basketball in his past, but you know, Alex sometimes throws some curveballs at him about the game of football. Uh, but but he's got a lot to say on the game of football. And you and I know that. And so I am very excited to bring on Dylan Hughes, who, you know, he will be talking to AFC East with us. Hughes was, you know, obviously he's like, he's, he's got his own thing going right now, but, you know, was great on the network. I love having him on. And it's been a while since we've had him on Lynn Sanity. So I'm, I'm very happy he was able to join us here today. Yes, welcome on, Mr. Hughes. Yeah, very happy to have you. It's uh, it's been a long off season. You know, I've been uh, I've been itching to talk football for a while now, and we got training camp kicking off. I got a dynasty rookie draft coming up on Saturday. Oh, oh yeah, oh boy, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting in gear. I'm ready for football season to start. Absolutely, there there's there's a lot to you know, to discuss, to bring in, you know, with, with this division specifically and many others, but with AFC East, it's been, it's been really interesting to kind of dissect all four of these teams and where they're going and all the off season drama. Uh, and so a new segment that we're going to unveil uh, for today, I'm very excited for it. It's called rapid five. Uh, and I am pumped about it. I talked with it with Bryce. Bryce was in on it from the jump. The, the, key with this segment is there are five questions that I've created that we're going to get into before we even talk about and break down these teams. And it's going to be quick answers. It's not going to be anything fancy. It's going to be like 
It could either be a name. It could be a couple sentences or whatever. Basically, first thing comes to your mind type of stuff. So um, let's, for example, uh, Bryce and, and Dylan, here's going to be my first question for you. When prepping for this division, what was the thing that stuck out for you? Bryce, I'll start with you. I think um, how how much the Buffalo Bills are going for it. And when I mean going for it, I mean, they're, they're, it's almost Super Bowl or bust. I mean, they, they put every single asset, every single signing is pointing towards a title run. And I think they should. I think they should. Um, if they don't get a title, it's all for naught, though. And they're in trouble. Dylan. Yeah, my main focus was definitely the Bills, too. But when I really started digging in, I was looking at that Patriots roster. And the one of the headlines lately is, you know, the fact that they haven't really named any coordinators. And I'm just trying to figure out how many wins the Patriots can actually get with what we're in right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested to discuss them further. Fair. Okay. Um, next question. What is what player changes how you feel about the division the most? Dylan, we'll start with you. I mean, the easy answer is Tyreek Hill. He's hmm. he's. The, I mean, I guess you can make a debate, but there there were some big splash uh, additions to a lot of these teams. But for me, Tyreek Hill uh, definitely the biggest difference maker that was that was added in this division. Bryce, mm, interesting, interesting. I have an interesting one for you. Okay. <clears throat> I'm curious to see. Uh, I think Brees Hall. Mm. Brees Hall is interesting to me because rookie running back coming in. Uh, the Jets haven't had a run game since the days of, of uh, you know, Sean Green and Bilal Powell and, you know, whoever else you want to put in there. Uh, so I'm interested to see if this run game can take some pressure off Zach Wilson and see if we really get to see what Zach Wilson can do, if he can do anything. Zach Wilson was mine. That's that's the one I, I wow. really changed is, my is opinion sleeping, on. Sli- is sleeping with the, with the moms, it, did that change your opinion? You got to have a lot of guts to do that. I, I, now, we all know. Now, Dylan, Dylan I know you can appreciate the hustle. Yeah. Listen, I, I was a fan of Zach Wilson. When that headline came out, I, I damn near bought his jersey. I'm, <laughs> that's some legendary behavior, especially from a YU uh, really shocking the world. Uh, so I, I'm a I'm a big Zach Wilson fan. Is, at the moment. Uh, here here's a sorry sorry this this is half my podcast so I'm gonna do it anyway. Is is uh, Zach Wilson everything we thought Baker Mayfield was as far as behaviors go? I, I think what we hoped Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah yes yes yes. Oh, yes. that's good stuff. Anyway, yes. sorry, Caleb. Sorry, no, you're sorry good. to you're steal good. that. Now, second question. Third question. Um, coach that's under the most pressure. Bryce. Oh, see, I think this is an interesting question. Um, I, I mean, I by default, I'm have to go with Sean McDermott because Salah's still in the middle of the rebuild. Um, we got a rookie head coach in Miami. 
and Bill Belichick doesn't care. What are they, what's New England going to do? Fire Bill Belichick? Uh, so I I think by default it's got to be Sean McDermott because of the expectations. Hughes? Yeah, I would love to differ from Bryce, but I'm going to have to go with McDermott as well. I mean, that it's that they just are, especially in this division, like they have to crush it. They have to basically make a Super Bowl. Otherwise, it's just a huge disappointment. So it's hard not to say Sean McDermott. Well, I will differ from Bryce. I have McDaniel. I think the Dolphins oh should my. be expecting. I think the Dolphins should be expecting playoffs. I think the Dolphins should be expecting playoffs. I think they need McDaniel to take Tua to another level uh, to make all of what they have done for him justifiable. So for me, I I would take uh, McDaniel. Uh, What storyline in this division intrigues you the most? Dylan? For me, it's easily Tua. I mean, Tua has no excuses now. Like, has been hyping him up, which is great. He should be. But now he's got to show up. He's got to show out. He's got two awesome receivers. He's got a good tight end. He's got good running backs. Like, there's no excuses now. He's got to be the guy or they are probably going to look to move on. Bryce? Interesting. Um, I'm going to say the um, the coordinator-less New England Patriots. I want to see how long that lasts, and I want to see how long Matt Patricia holds his job as play caller. As uh, we we now know that he was calling plays first day of camp. Um, if they decide to move forward with that, I want to see how long that lasts because this just can't go well. <laughs> And lastly, it's a uh, joke. It's such. A, it, uh, it is, we'll talk it about it. it. We'll talk about it. It is a joke. I agree. I agree. We'll we'll hold it. Lastly, for me, I will say, um, it's the idea of the Bills going all in. I really think they are. I mean, you look at the the betting odds. They're they're the team everybody thinks is going to win the Super Bowl. That's where the money's stacking the most. I feel like that. You know, this is a year where I feel like they have to do it. Um, all the contracts they've made, all of this, you know, the decisions that they're making. I really think this is the year for them. Uh, if they don't do it, my question would be, when are they going to do it? Then lastly, um, from, you know, we always talk about offense. We always talk about offense. I want to talk about defense. Who is the most valuable Defensive player in the division. Ooh, ooh! I'm making. I want to make you think. So I'm happy. Dude, it a little while. Because there, there's a lot of there's a lot of defensive talent in this. Yes, there is. There I, is I agree. It's a, a good. Lot. It's a good defensive. It's a very there good. There is a lot. Um, I, I can go first if that helps you guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're gonna have to go first. Okay. No, there, I can go boss, first. I can go man. first. I I will say for me. I think it's it's Tredavious White. If he is healthy and giving that elite number one progress, and and can take the that that secondary put it up a notch, I, I think he could just dominate because the the receivers in this division are getting a little better, and I think this is when it's like okay, Tredavious White, you're facing multiple people. Like you know, let's let's go. You know what I mean? Hmm. 
I think. Man, dude, I think it's I think it's Matt Judon. Wow. I think it's Matt Judon. I I think he makes that much of an impact on, on that Patriots defense. Um, and they paid him that way as well. And as far as I'm concerned, as of right now, he's the best player on that defense. Mm. I didn't want to go with something obvious either. <laughs> kind of like the wild card here. Okay. Dylan? Yeah, Trey White was the first name I thought of too, but just to throw another name out there, I think Xavier Howard has proven over the I years like that too. to really hold that defense together. Yeah. And, you know, he's got more support nowadays. Um, but kind of the similar situation as Trey White, you know, just just an elite lockdown guy. And he's got two really good receivers on his team he doesn't have to worry about now, but he's still got Steph Diggs to worry about. He's still got Garrett Wilson to worry about. So, you know, he's he's a linchpin on that defense too. And if the Dolphins are going to have any – playoff success this year or even get to the playoffs, he's got to be awesome. I like the second. We're keeping the segment. I like the segment. I I think it. I, we're going we're gonna to keep it going for the divisions. Uh, we're going to do it before we break down every division. Just five quick questions. They could be totally different questions the next week. Um, and then the, the interesting part about it will be I will not be the only one giving the rapid fives. Uh, Bryce could be giving the rapid fives. Our guests could be giving the rapid fives. Uh, The list goes on. So I'm excited for that. And we'll get into the preview now. Uh, And and we'll start with the team that everybody pretty much is penciled in as the favorite to win this division in the bills. The roster is loaded. Um, As we've mentioned, you know, in our rapid five, this is a team from a soup, you know, that's got Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, So, so Dylan, you know, they, the bills go into this off season and, you know, they, they lose, in, in a way that it's just incredibly heartbreaking. A rule change basically was impl- you know, implemented because of how they lost. Uh, they go out, they get Von Miller from the Rams to basically give them a number one pass rusher. They've you know gotten the secondary better. The offense has stayed intact. Like just to go deeper on what we've been saying, like what, how important is it really? for this team to win the Super Bowl right now? I don't know if it's like life or death type of thing because there's still a lot of young pieces on this team with Josh Allen obviously holding all this together. But there are some some aging guys on this team, and this is definitely a win-now team. And after last season, you know – it's just so heartbreaking and to not pass surpass that level, I think would really disappoint everyone in that organization and the fans. And those fans have dealt with some stuff over the years. So I think they're playing with house money right now in their mind, but they are still pretty excited about where they're at. And if you look at the AFC right now, I mean, it's as good as it's ever been, or at least it's good as it's been in a long time. I mean, there is just so much talent, so many good teams that are going to contend. And, you know, the teams that we saw in the playoffs last year didn't get worse. I mean, you can make an argument maybe Kansas City took a step back, but they still got Patrick Mahomes and a bunch of other really strong pieces. You know, the Bengals got better. The Chargers got better. 
there's a lot of solid teams out there. And if they could do it this year, you know, you would think for the foreseeable future, it would be even easier. But it's hard to predict the future, obviously. But, you know, it's if you go all in like this, you know, you give a, an older Vaughn Miller a big contract like that. You, you got Steph Diggs, who is just elite and at his peak and I think has a very good chance of leading the league and receiving this year. Mm. And this, this is the year for them. And it would be, you know, it wouldn't kill them if they lost. Like they still have, they still have a window, but this would be a really good year for them to do it. Bryce, how much haterade are you drinking before you talk about the bills? Please? Oh, come on. You know, you know, I don't drink haterade, man. I'm not a hater on anybody. Yeah. But you know how I feel. You know how I feel. You know how I feel about Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen, he's gotten a lot better. He's limited the turnovers, and we saw success come from that. Yeah. Uh, There's just a few things that I wish they would have shored up a little better instead of just throwing the absolute bag at Von Miller. That is a terrible contract for the Bills. Absolute steal for Von Miller. Absolute steal. But but the age that he's at and the money and the guaranteed money that you're giving him, I don't think it's worth that, bud. I don't think so. But, I mean, if this is your going all in, then that's your going all in. But I do have a little concern. I, I can, I'm concerned a little bit about the right side of that offensive line. And then I'm a little concerned about, you know, one of, one of their corners there. I know they got Tredavious White and they have outstanding, probably one of the best safety combos in the league with Poyer and Hyde, but a little concerning nonetheless, but they did get better at some positions. They, they went out and they got Roger Saffold from the Titans, which I really like. Um, they signed Jamison Crowder to play that slot, which I like. Uh, we're going to find out if Gabe Davis is for real or not. And I think we're going to learn. We're going to find out pretty quickly as well. Because I'll be honest, after after Gabe Davis, I don't think they have much options. I mean, unless you want to, unless you believe in Isaiah McKenzie or Tavon Austin. So, I, I like McKenzie. Yeah. Um, I tell I tell you to keep an eye on though. You know I you know I don't like Singletary. I think they should just cut him at this point. Oh my god, James Cook. Mark my words, James Cook will be the guy to look out for here. I like James Cook a lot. I think he could start this season because I think I think Singletary sucks. And you've been he sucks. You've been he does that. absolutely nothing. Josh Allen is a better running back than Devin Singletary. You've been singing Devin Singletary sucks like people sing all I want for Christmas is you during the holidays. Look, I, yeah. I am yeah. I am on the side of I think if you're I think the Bills, what it comes down to this season, I'm not I'm really not too concerned on the offense. I think they've got to get one of these younger pass rushers, Espineza. Boogie Basham or Gregory Rousseau. One of those three guys I like has Rousseau. to separate and, and become a second guy. They're all nice young pieces. But for me, when I look at this Bills roster and look at the depth of this team, if one of those guys can take and, and make that huge step for them, that can 
you know, take some pressure off of that second cornerback spot, Bryce. It can take off mm-hmm. some because I think those younger guys, I mean, you traded up for some of these guys. You you said, you know, we want to get better at defensive line and Ed Oliver's great and Bob Miller's great. But like, I think it's got to come from the other defensive end spot. Um, no Jerry Hughes. Like you, you can't. This is a team that needs one of these young guys to pop. And, you know, I don't think they can win this, you know, get to the Super Bowl unless one of these guys pop. Because what these teams are doing, what all the great teams have, are four true, really good defensive line. And I can't, I can't say Musao is a, a truly, really good defensive line. Like, prospect at this point. All these guys are prospects. I think one of them is going to pop. I think if they're going to try to go as far as I think everyone believes they can, um, I think Allen has the MVP narrative going for him. If he has the MVP season, uh, I think there's no question they can get there. I like what they're building. Um, I, I think this is a, and I, I like your take Hughes on Diggs because I, I think Diggs has a chance to, to be that, that leading guy in receiving yards. I, I think the way and decision-making that they decided, you know, they're not going to have Beasley this year. They're not going to have Sanders this year. I think even though Davis can step into a nice role, I still, I think that puts even more targets for Diggs. Uh, I'm very much in on what he can be. um, And I don't hate your James uh, Cook take at all. Uh, When it comes to the Bills, the other thing that I think is interesting, and I'm curious to see what, you know, you guys think is, you know, everybody's saying, you know, this is the best roster in the AFC. Top to bottom, they're they're so they're they're really tough. They've got all the depth, they got all the pieces, and that's going to put them over the top. Do you agree or disagree with that narrative? And I'll start with Bryce. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say I agree with that. I mean, I think they're the most they're one of the most well equipped teams in the league to to go for a tie, to win a title. Um, I think they have what it takes um, and they could even pick up some guys or, or make a trade at the deadline as well to, to put them over the top, which I think would just be icing on the cake. Hmm. But I think it's right up there. I mean, Josh Allen, I think you have to say top five quarterback in the league. I think yeah. that's almost fair to say. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Stefan Diggs, uh, top 10 wide receiver in the league. Yeah, lock lock the top ten. Lock it in. Um, I think that defense is probably top ten in the league too. For sure. So yes. yeah, I mean you have you have the recipe for it. Uh, you just gotta put it together and you gotta execute. Now barring any injuries, you gotta stay healthy too. Sure. I mean you got you got some guys that have history of injuries. Um, so you definitely wanna be careful with that. But yeah, I would probably agree with that. I like it. I like it. Dylan. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Um, I mean, the name that I thought maybe could compete was the Chargers, but after looking, hmm. I don't. I don't think that's. I think the Bills still edge them out. Um, but again, as I said earlier, there's a lot of good teams in the AFC, a lot of good top to bottom rosters, and and as Bryce just said, health is going to be a huge thing because you know as we've talked about already, there's some spots on this roster where depth maybe isn't as strong. At least as of now, maybe yeah. people maybe people will step up in training camp and preseason and all that. But healthy right now, I think it's safe to say 
they're up there. And again, there are some teams you can maybe make debates about, but I don't think many people will have qualms with that. Yeah, I, I think I think there's no doubt about it. They're they're prime for it. Uh, I think they've got what it takes. Uh, I it stacks stacks up just as well. I probably would agree with the narrative that they have the best roster in the conference. And you know, if they if they can continue to dominate this division, which I do not see them having any issues with that, uh, all of us probably have them first place. Yeah, are we locked. I'm locked on that. Locked on that, Dylan. You. What, what were the on odds that? on that? Caleb, that's probably not even. I'm probably not even making money. I probably, I probably, I'm probably, probably making money. Uh, Dylan, do you do you have the Bills locked in for first? Yeah, and and I have odds up for the entire division, and and most places are about minus two hundred. So minus two hundred. I, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't crossed over. Honestly, yeah, they, kind of a joke. Yeah, well, the Bill. I mean, there. It's a it's a division I think that's theirs for the taking because I think all the other three teams are kind of in a wait and see, or they're not really going for it this year. They're going for it for like two years. So I, I like that take. Uh, the bills are going to be fun. Uh, I have no doubt we'll be talking about them more throughout the season as a contender. Uh, next up, uh, let's go to the dolphins. I think um, from a flashy standpoint, this was the, um, the flashy team in this division. You look at the signings, you look at uh, what they are trying to accomplish with the new head coach. Uh, Dolan, you know, made the fair argument, you know, fair point. You know, this could be it for Tua, uh, given what they have to try to, to put around him with Armstead as well. Uh, in addition to Hill, uh, this was a team that really thought they needed to get more juice at receiver. They clearly have that with Tyreek Hill and Waddle now. Gesicki's a nice piece. They don't have Gesicki locked up. Uh, I think that's interesting because I like Gesicki. I don't think you should just let that guy go because he would produce on a lot of teams. Uh, I think their defense is really good. I've liked the defense for a while. Bryce, you know that. I stuck with that defense the entire year. Uh, I, I think this is a really good group. Uh, overviewing thoughts, Bryce, on the Dolphins. What are you seeing from this group? Um, in my opinion, I think um, I think McDaniel's trying to recreate uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense and make this the Miami 49ers, if you want me to be honest. And no, I'm not even talking about him signing 49er guys like uh, Raheem Mostert. Uh, I believe uh, Mohamed Sanu, who they just recently signed, spent some time in the Niners. Um, guys like that. Uh, Trent Sherfield, another guy. Um. I, I see this offense and I see dynamic playmakers like, you know, that that a Kyle Shanahan offensive need. And then I see fullback signings as well to, to kind of play the Kyle use check rule. Right. Alec Ingold, who's been in the league for a while, spent a lot of time with the Raiders. Uh, I could see him getting a couple balls his way. Mm. Uh, I do like the investment in the offensive line. Taryn Arms said big time get. Big time get, um, you know, Ika uh, Berg is coming along. He's still developing. Um, Austin Jackson's been solid at that right tackle position. So they're solidifying that. And then, like you said, Caleb, I mean, that defense is is solid. I mean, Byron Jones and Xavier Howard um, at corner. Jerome Baker, you know, my guy, Jerome Baker, holding it down the middle. Um, I think Jalen Phillips is going to take another step. I thought he had an outstanding season last season yeah. um, as a rookie. So I really like him. Um, and, and that that front it, it really comes down to can they get pressure on the quarterback? 
That's what it's going to come down to. I agree. Um, and then the other question of is Tua an actual NFL quarterback? And I think this, I think the signing of Teddy Bridgewater spe- speaks volumes, right? They have, they have their eye on the pri- Miami has their eye on the prize. And if this goes sideways for Tua, whether he gets hurt or he sucks, they want to have a vet guy that's been there or that's played um, and has played in the playoffs before that can take them to where they want to go. That speaks volumes to me. And Tua should should 100% watch his back. And then just quick thing, um, miss me on Tyree Kill saying Tua is the most accurate quarterback he's ever played with or in the league. Please miss me. Please stop trying to gas your guy up. What an absolute joke from Tyree Kill. And I think Tyreek Hill gets exposed this season. Just my opinion. Just wow. My opinion. Wow. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, I think some of the moves they made on offense were really kind of exciting. Uh, I mean, again, Teron Armstead was someone I really wanted the Colts to get, and I really had a feeling it was going to happen. And I, it was funny. I tweeted about that multiple times, and every person – they responded to me was an angry Dolphins fan about how they were going to get him. And of course those angry Twitter people won. So I was pretty sad about that, but yeah, I mean, that was a huge get. And, and listen, this running back group is really interesting. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Moster, Sony, Michelle, uh, even the, the terrible miles Gaskin rounds the group out there. I mean, <laughs> oh, like, you could say, okay, those guys are all backups and that's fine. And Bryce's point about McDaniel trying to make this 49ers East or whatever is, is a good point because that this is exactly how the 49ers run their offense too, where they just signed a bunch of really solid running backs, but no like bell cow type of guys. Um, obviously Mostert was a part of that for a few years and had success. Hmm. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. Um, but you know, it, it's the two of factor is just so it's going to be what everyone's watching because like, listen, last season they were terrible with Jacoby Brissett. They were much better with Tua. So he's, he's, he's better than, you know, very poor Jacoby Brissett, but that's not saying a lot. Uh, he's, he's had a lot of moments where he's underthrown the ball. He kind of intentionally keeps his his throws short because I think he knows that it's if he's taking a bunch of long shots he's going to get exposed so when you have someone like Tyreek Hill who really thrives off taking the top off the defense downfield how many how many shots is he actually going to get mm. and when you have other guys like Waddle who likes to play underneath and Gesicki who's the middle of the field type of guy You've got running backs that can catch the ball. Like, how how often is he actually going to throw downfield to Hill? And if Hill is just out there kind of as a decoy, I don't think this team is going to have as much success as people might think right now. I like that. Um, I, I think I think Tua does have the tendency to try to put a little too much pressure on the deep pass, and you can't, you don't want to do that. And and that leads me into a point. You know, one of the signings I did like for Miami uh, was Cedric Wilson, because I think he's such a nice in the middle type of guy. Doesn't have to, like, go deep necessarily kind of be a safety blanket for him. I think, 
we can see based off Wilson's production how Tua is doing. Cedric Wilson is not going to be getting more receiving yards than Jalen Waddell or Tyree killed at a lone opportunity to catch the ball. But if Wilson has a decent season from the third receiver position, then I think that's a sign that Tua is playing really well. Cause I think that's the guy that's going to, that's going to help out. You know, it, Kasiki's it's a, a joke. The threat. Cowboys let him go. Yeah, it is. It is a joke, but my, you know, Miami took advantage of it. Give them credit. They got a decent receiving room now uh, after having a God awful one. Uh, last year and I like what they're doing. I agree with you guys on the offensive line. Um, yeah, you know, I think with this group, I, I like what Dylan's saying with that, that running back committee, I think they're going to just say, okay, let's look at the matchup. What's realistic for us. Do we need a guy that's more, you know, pass dependent? Do we need a guy that's more power? We need to go Sony Michelle, just bully you. Just, just absolutely go in there. Just kick your butt down the trenches. Do we want to be able to go outside make play? Like, I think they're going to be very matchup dependent at running back. Like from a fantasy sake, it's hell. So don't, don't look at it from a fantasy sake, but just look, oh, yeah. at it from the, just look at it from the sense of, just look at it from the sense of like, you know, from a real life perspective, just like what they're going to be able to do the mix, the mix and matching. Um, I, I agree with you. There's not a lot more points to make on the offense. The defense to me, um, I, I love what they're doing. A lot of teams typically will say, we're just going to move on. We're just going to move on from some of these pieces but the continuity of this defense, I think, and it's been this way for the last couple of years, I think has made this defense, in my opinion, the most underrated defense in the NFL. I think they are, I think they are a very, very good defense top to bottom with really nice pieces across. That defensive line is one of the best defensive lines, and no one talks about it. Christian Wilkins had a great season last year. You look at the advanced metrics, he was awesome. Uh, and Emmanuel Ogba was an awesome pass rush. You think the Chiefs would want him right now? Absolutely. And Raekwon Davis was a solid defensive tackle. Like I think with the way that they play, Bryce, you know, you know, heading in last season, we were kind of like, okay, what's going on? Flores was such a great defensive mind. And, you know, the first year he was killing it. Second year, it was like, it took them a while. And all of a sudden they just figured it out and they grew it. But I, I, you know, I never backed off it. I thought this was a defense that was going to stay very good because I trusted their continuity and I trusted their talent. This, they, they only got better. They kept their guys they went out and they signed Melvin Ingram to kind of give him a flash in the pan as a pass rusher. I, I think this defense will continue to be at the top of the NFL. I, I love what this defense can bring. Hmm. Interesting. So where do you have them in the division finishing? I got them second. Yeah, I agree. I got them second. And I got them definitively second. I agree. I like them second. I think. Wait, they- what, what do you got, Dylan? What do you think? Yeah, it's second for me too. I mean, I, I think it's hard to really argue this division is it's three tiers. It's the two teams we've already talked about in their own tier, and then I would say the next two uh, in, a, in a separate tier. So it, it's kind of hard to argue that. Do we see playoffs with the Dolphins? Wild card, I could see it. I could see it. When yeah, you dude, that AFC West, though, that AFC West, they could potentially have three, maybe four. Exactly. That that's where it gets tricky because the Dolphins are talented enough to be a playoff team. If they were in the NFC, it's a lock. I but when you look at that AFC West, I mean, there's at least three teams that you can know for sure. 
and you can make an easy argument for all four making it. I agree. I agree. I, I think there's a good, there's a shot for Miami to do it. Um, if Tua can get in the playoffs, I, that might, that solidifies it for me. I'm probably figuring out a way to keep him long-term uh, because I think that's kind of the step he needs to take. He can show me that he can win. Uh, the numbers will come. I'm not too concerned. So I, I think if you could figure out that question with Miami, then I'd say over time, you know, things will start to, to unfold for itself. But I like this team. I think McDaniel will do solid. Uh, next up, uh, the Jets, uh, which clearly, as we talked about, you know, in our rapid, you know, five, you know, Zach Wilson clearly showing some uh, interesting activity in the offseason. Uh, but, you know, I think with the Jets, the other factor to this team, Bryce, is, you know, this was a team that you and I really liked in the NFL draft. We thought they had some nice pieces. We thought mm-hmm. they were getting, you know, starting to develop a foundation, which, frankly, I don't think they've had for at least a decade. And, Bryce, I, I'm I'm curious with the Jets. Where, where do you stand on? Because I think it's fair to say with the Jets, it's highly unlikely that they're going to be a team that sneaks up like a playoff team or pulls like a Bengals and goes from like last to first. Like mm. that, that seems hard for them. But like, what are you what, if you're a Jets fan and you're looking at this team and you're seeing you're, you're thinking of an ideal season? What mm. does that look like? Um, I would say. What's it? What, what, what's it? Six, six and eleven. If you want six, six and 11, wins. I think if you got six wins, I think you're headed in the right way. Because, because I, I, I like their additions. I like their additions oh, this, this offseason. Yep. They lost some guys, but, but I, think, I think they picked up some solid guys. You know, CJ Uzama coming off a, a Super Bowl team. Absolutely. Lakin Tomlinson, which I think is a big loss for the Niners at left guard. Uh, Jordan Whitehead coming over from the Bucks, another guy from championship team. DJ Reed, uh, solid corner. I like it. I like it. They they today they announced they moved Mackay Becton to right tackle. Um, they're going to start George Fan at left tackle, which I'm fine with. Um, I, I I like their offensive line. It's a really solid it's offensive line. line. So I think if you get six wins with how many young guys you got on your team, I think you're heading in the right direction. I like that a lot. So, Dylan, the thing that comes to mind with the Jets, right, is they're just trying to find the building blocks, right? Who can we build around? Like Sauce Gardner, I think they want to try to build around. Garrett Wilson, I think they want him to be their number one guy. Uh, Elijah Tucker, Becton, they want those guys to be cornerstones. But obviously in the NFL, everybody sits there and goes, do you have it at quarterback? And this is a team that a lot of people think if Zach Wilson doesn't do a lot more than what he did last season, that they will be in the quarterback market looking into the draft, seeing if there's a way they can get this this nice class of guys coming in. What do how are you evaluating Zach Wilson's season to see? Like what are you looking for if you're the Jets to say, okay, I can move forward with this guy again? I mean, I just don't want him to make a ton of mistakes. You know, like last year, nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 55% completion percentage. And as a rookie that's on a bad team, you know, we give him that. We say, okay, that's fine. You know, 
there are some flashes. There were some really cool stuff he did. Had a great off season uh, off the field, as we discussed earlier. And, you know, he's, he's got no excuses. And like, it's, I personally have a tough time judging quarterbacks like in the first two years. I mean, I would like to see you make strides from year one to year two, depending on the team, of course, but a lot of these high draft quarterbacks are on bad teams. Again, unless you're the Bengals, it's hard to turn around from being terrible to awesome in a year. So you give them, you give them some time, but again, 55% completion percentage is horrific. 11 interceptions in your first year is not bad, but when you only have nine touchdowns, it, it looks a lot worse, I, I think. I agree. And didn't play all the games. Yeah, he didn't play all the yeah. games, of course, so that helps. Yeah. But uh, it's still, it's it's not great. But, I mean, he's got a lot of talent around him. He's got a pretty yeah. solid receiving core now, including Garrett Wilson, who, not to put a ton of pressure on the kid, but after the last two years with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase – having awesome rookie seasons. I think a lot of people are looking to Wilson like he's the leading candidate for that this year. And if Zach Wilson and him have a good connection, that's certainly possible. Brees Hall is a great guy in the backfield to have. As you guys talked about, good offensive line. Yeah. I think the defense is is going to make a lot more plays this year than last year, which isn't saying much. Um, I mean, they basically completely recreated the secondary, which they needed. Uh, horrendous. Totally, totally agree. So, you know, it's, I I think they're a good candidate to make a good leap. And Zach Wilson's got to be leading that charge. So you, you can have a team with a lot of talent. And if you don't have the quarterback to make the throws, make the reads, make the audibles, you know, you're in a bad spot. So we've, we've got to see a good jump from him. Um, And as I mentioned, there's, there's a a few key areas I'm looking at, um, but I, I have confidence in him. He he can turn around this year because again, there's he's got a lot going in his favor now. I think I think with him, the the talent levels, like you said, it's there, right? I think Bryce, a guy we were kind of fifty fifty on, like like Corey Davis needs to establish himself here. You, you paid him a lot of money. He he needs to be somebody that can take that step. And, and Elijah Moore needs to be more part of your offense. I mean, I think if you're the Jets, you're trying to figure out ways to get him the ball, create plays with him, use his speed, find reversals. Uh, I think Brees Hall and Michael Carter, I think both those guys are complimentary backs. I think you need to make sure that both those guys are involved in the game plan. I And Michael Carter had a good year last year. I'm not trying to ruin that. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, I, I like I like what you were pointing out, Dylan. I think they've got the retooling of the secondary was was nice, but I honestly think that defensive line, Bryce, we talk about the offensive line trenches. I think that mm-hmm. defensive line is an underrated group. Mm-hmm. You look at what Carl Lawson's can can give them. Uh, your guy Rankins, uh, Quinnen Williams, in inside. Uh, what what are your thoughts on the defense here? Because I mean, this is Salas' calling card. Like, if he's going to make an implant, you know, an impact on this team, it's going to be defense. And it's going to be built similar to what the Niners have done in the past. Do you think that this defense can take the jump? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and a guy that you forgot to mention that kind of made some noise was John Franklin Myers last season, hmm. um, who I thought played well. And then they got, in my opinion, one of the steals of the drafts and Jermaine Johnson that they actually traded up for. Um, to, to snag him. I think he's going to be 
um, a good talent that they'll develop and he'll get some PT during the time. But the linebacking core is solid with Mosley and Williams. Um, and then, like you mentioned, the, the secondary with Gardner, Joyner, Whitehead, and Reed. I know Joyner's a little bit older, um, but, I mean, he he's a vet. He's going to help out. Uh, there's no doubt about it. So, yeah, I like this. Lawson's coming off the uh, the injury, so we'll see how he go how how he looks. But yeah, I mean, this is Salo's bread and butter. I mean, this is this is why they brought him in. They brought they brought him in to be a leader, to be full of energy, and, and to make this defense good again. So you you have some of the guys you've hand selected some of these guys. You've gone all in on developing them. It's it's time to see some dividends. So it's time to see a little bit of dividend pay out here. So. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. And I, and I think they will. I think they'll see it in the division. I don't got them in the bottom of the cellar. I got them. I got them third. I got them third. I think oh, they'll be competitive. Wow. Are I, you doing this? I, I think they'll be competitive. And I like, I like what the, are what they're you doing right now? Are we getting another Caleb Lynn hot take? You, you might, but I'm just letting you know, I got the jets at third. I can't do it. I'm putting the Jets at fourth. I can't do it. Don't. I can't do it. I have to go with Caleb here. I have to put. The yeah, baby. No, no, I can't do it. I can't. I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, I can't do it. It's Not there. yet. The Not yet. There. Until I know. Until I know the wicked witch is dead. I can't do it. You're, so you got a third, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, let's go. Let's as go. dumb as it sounds, I feel like I just know more about the Jets than I know about the Patriots. I agree. I they're, totally agree. There's so much up in it, the man. air, and I think Belichick <laughs> is doing this on purpose. He he doesn't want us to know what the hell his plan is, right? But <sighs> it's so unclear what he's trying to do, and it the the as we're going to discuss in a few minutes, like the offseason just really did not impress me, and I, I don't know. I, I just don't really have confidence in them having a great season. I I love it. I that's a good transition because I I love it. I that to me that's here's my here's the thing, right? They they had a good season last year. They were promising their guys got better. But then at the end of the year, you know, it's it's interesting because typically Bryce when you think of a rookie the rookie might be able to have a nice, you know, have kind of a rough start. And then all of a sudden, by the end of the year, you see progression. That was the opposite of Mac was the opposite. He had a strong start, strong, 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 strong start. Second half, he went to the quarterback that you and I thought heading in from this draft, just not anybody that you can trust when it matters. And clearly, Bill doesn't mm-hmm. trust him when it matters. Mm-hmm. And you know, in my opinion, this was a silly. This was the worst offseason by any team in the division by a mile. I mean, you cannot justify what they did at pass catcher. You want to get some freaking speed. Devontae Parker doesn't bring speed. He's a fine possession receiver, but he doesn't bring speed. They're going to rely on Agahu. They're going to rely on Jacoby Byers. You're they're so going to low rely, on Aguilar. They're, they're going to look for Kendrick Bourne in the red zone. They're, they're serious. They're, going to, they're, what, they're paying Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry to give me less than 900 yards. 
Like, what are they like? What are we like, Bryce? What are we doing with this offense at the pass catching spots? It's not helping Mac Jones. And it doesn't matter if you have a good offensive line if you don't have anybody to throw the ball to. I am massively off on the Patriots. And I'm happy our guest agrees. Yeah. Go and ahead. Dylan. Be, Go ahead, Dylan. Go you ahead. You want to be, Bryce. You want to be off on him. I mean, listen, like, they had some strong moments last year. I think that's hard to deny. They had a stretch in November, you know, that was pretty good. But the end of their season was really just embarrassing, okay? So they come here to Indy, and it was a close game. They let Jonathan Taylor run all over them. They lose to Buffalo. They killed Jacksonville. Congrats on that. And then they lose to, to Miami. Then they get blown out by Buffalo after, you know, the whole three pass Mac Jones game where they just ran all over them. They just got completely exposed in the playoffs. And then they come out and just have a horrendous, horrendous off season where as people mentioned, just did not fix the receiving core at all. Uh, you know, they lost some, some key pieces. They let JC Jackson go, which isn't shocking because bill almost never, Paid defensive guys. He almost always lets them walk because they get overpaid by other teams. I wonder what Bill thinks about letting Chandler Jones go now. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he has a system and it's worked at times, but really outside of the running back group here, there's a lot of other places on this team where I just don't feel great about it. And I don't know. I don't know if Bill will maybe put some sort of spell together to, to make it all work. But there's just a lot of soft spots. And after the offseason, I really don't feel like many of them improved. Bryce, he doesn't have Tom. I, look, look, I, I know, I know, I know. I just can't do it, dude, because because Belichick, it, he just he just seems to make it work. And, and let me tell you about this defense, man. This defense is not to be trifled with. That front, oh, that front please. seven. Oh, please. Oh, please. Tell me who's bad. Tell me who's bad in that front seven. Go ahead. Those linebackers are a bunch of hot garbage. Bentley, Wilson, and Uch. Okay. I'm done with the linebackers. Okay. 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 You know, that that's how I know you don't watch football. No, my God. Oh, okay. That's how I know you uh, don't. Okay. Okay. And Judon. Oh, my. No, I look at Judon like a D-line. I understand he's got a, I understand that he's kind of a, but I'm looking at him like a D-line. No, come, come on. I am. I, I think he's moving. You do. I think he's I, you can miss me on Malcolm Butler. That that rekindling is that's dead. Okay, second, you, can, you you can miss me on that for sure. You like secondary? Come on, Bryce. You big Jalen Mills guy. I like Jalen Mills. Oh my! I like I like Terrence Mitchell too. Um, what are we? What are we? Are we? Are we in, am I in 25th? I'm checking my calendar. Am I in 2017? Okay. Dylan, 20, I'm, I'm not. I'm not ready to do it yet. I know. I know it doesn't look great, and I, I'm not defending the Patriots. That's the last thing I'll ever do. Look, I, nothing. Nothing made me happier. Okay, I rode this high for I think at least a month. Was being at that Patriots game last year, and seeing Jonathan Taylor rip through that that stacked box. Yeah. All the way to the end zone, dude. I, 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 I think I played that in my head every night that I went to sleep for like a month. Yeah, I booked you a room 
with that game and Dude. sweets. Listen, nothing made me happier. Okay. Nothing makes me happier than to see the Patriots fail, but I'm not willing to say they're going to finish last in the division because of this. I'm not ready to do that yet. Well, here, here's my thing with the, the whole, it, it, they, they obviously, they went out, they tried to get an offensive line. They tried to upgrade and get Cole strange in the first round. It's in a reach. It's a reach. I'm sorry, Bryce. It is a reach. They, they, they got an offensive line with, I like win. I like Trent Brown, but my, they're going to have to have games go for them. They're going to have to control the pace. They're going to have, they can't let the game get out of hand in the sense of if the other team's controlling the possession, they're losing every time because they're not going to be able to play unless it's their style. Like I'm not trusting them in a shootout. Are you kidding me right now? I'm not well, trusting no. Mac Jones. Well, no. I'm not trusting Mac Jones to throw for 40 passes. And I don't think this defense is as good as it's been in the past. You, Bryce, this is a, it, it's a joke that you said what you said about the defense. You look at the secondary right now, and it's freaking. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Devin McCourty, I I should not be having to say Devin McCourty is the best player in their secondary in year 15 or what? Fine, he's fine. been there forever. Fine. How many it, wins? How many wins? Yep. How many wins do I think they're making? Yep. Well, I got the Jets at like eight. I think know, like eight, I think they finish five hundred. Oh, give me a break! I got them at five or six. Five or six? Oh, come on, dude! You're well, I disrespectful. Got last. You're oh, disrespectful. No, no you're disrespectful. Yeah, you know you're disrespectful. Why am I disrespectful? You don't respect coaching. Time out. Yes, I do. No, obviously you don't. I do. Can I tell you? Can I tell you why? Sure. Sure. So when I'm looking at, you know, there's a difference between being a coach and being a front office guy. And if Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick doesn't have Tom Brady to to sit back and if a negative move is made, he can he can basically block off the fact that it was a negative move. Brady was a security blanket to any negative move they made. Right. If they sign Jalen Mills now. And Jalen Mills wasn't that great. Tom Brady could still win games. No, he covers up your weaknesses. Matt Jones does is not going to cover up weaknesses of a bad signing. I really think you're gonna you're gonna end up eating this. What am I gonna season. eat? I think what you're gonna, gonna eat, eat on this. I, I, I just I just dude I just have a feeling, man. I think I you're gonna end up eating it on this. I got him last. I'm 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 choosing to go a different route. If I if I eat it, I eat it. But I'm choosing to go a different route. You know, it, it, the NFL. There's uh, there's a ton of things that can happen in the league. We never thought Cincinnati would have made the Super Bowl. All I'm saying is there's stuff that happens that we don't expect. This is something that I just feel like could happen, and I'm just going to throw it out there. All I'm saying, I, okay, right, okay. That's that's your opinion. Don't. It's your opinion. I mean, I think we're, we're watching Belichick have, have a little bit of an ego trip here, I think is really what's happening. He, Interesting. He, he is. Um, Interesting. He thinks he can do the same thing he's done his entire career. And as, as Caleb said, he doesn't have that guy to fix it. He doesn't have the guy to tie everything together and make everyone look way better than they are. Because, listen, this roster is not super different from the type of roster they've built over the years. They just had the best quarterback of all time manning all of it. And now 
you've got Mac Jones, who Mac Jones, you know, you can probably build a system out of him where he's fine, but you got to give him more talent. And that's exactly right. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the defense is, is pretty good because he's built a lot of good defenses. And even though they've lost good players, there's a lot of times where they'll sign some random dude you've never heard of and he's awesome. So I'm not going to put that possibility out. But I think as we saw a lot of times last year, and as Caleb mentioned, if they get behind in a game, they're going to have a tough time clawing back and winning. I and no matter, how, no matter how good your defense is, if you're down and you have Mac Jones throwing 30 to 40 times, you're in trouble. So I just have a hard time. See, I think they got lucky a lot last year. I think they got, they I had a soft schedule, especially in the middle of the season. And towards the end of the season, we saw them get exposed for what they were and their roster got worse. So I don't see how they can get to 10 wins and, you know, compete for maybe not even second in the division, but I just have a tough time seeing them be better than last year, which means, you know, they're probably closer to seven wins. Mm-hmm. I got the schedule right here. They face the Patriots first week of the year. They go at Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Green Bay, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Jets, Colts, Jets again, Vikings, Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, and Bills again. See, I just think a lot of those are winnable games, man. But what's what's win what's winnable though? Like the Bears and yeah, that like yeah. The, the Browns maybe if if yeah, if, absolutely. So you got the Bears, the Browns. What you think? Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh. Jets? No, I think Pittsburgh is is a real is a real potential at Pittsburgh. Yes. So you have. I'm not saying they are going to win. I said it's a pop. It's, it's a it's a winnable game. Okay, but do you? But it's not. But I can't sit here and be like they have seven really winnable games. I think you can. See, I, I it's it's the team that in my had the most like. I there's no question. I think they could go a thousand different ways. Like I think they could be really bad, and I think they could be second in the division and get to the playoffs and finish like a eleven and six. It's it's an up and down thing. I'm banking on the lower end unless Mac takes that step. Like for me, you got to like Zach Wilson can improvise a little bit. I think Tua can improvise a little bit. Mac hasn't shown the ability to really improvise. He's you got to set it up for him. If he can develop that, you know, improvisation, create his own legs, create that own juice. Different conversation. He's got a lot. I think he's got. It's a player that I think has to really change my mind right now. He's not changing my mind. And, you know, that that'll conclude uh, the the AFC East podcast. Bryce, we we got next up. We're doing a double up uh, AFC West, NFC West with Zach Griffiths. Oh uh, lordy, so two, that's going to be a long two, one. Yeah, two two big two big divisions. Uh, looking forward to to that doubling up on that. Uh, Dylan, it was uh, it was great to have you on uh, to discuss this. I, I I'm glad we were able to have you back on. And you know you've been on the road, you've been doing so much, but 
Uh, you know, it was, it was great to have you, you know, on the Linsanity and, and, you know, in, in general uh, on a running hook network podcast. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. I, uh, whenever I have time during the season, I would love to, to do a check-in, you know, maybe after, Absolutely. The, after the first quarter or something. And, and we know the first month there's always some crazy stuff that happens. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited, man. I, I don't think I've been more excited for a football season than I am for this one. It's it's going to be fun. Oh, absolutely. Well, Dylan, you got to be happy that your team, your team upgraded from uh, uh, Carson Wentz uh, to Matt Wright, correct? Dude, you gotta I, be. I was I was trying to defend Carson all season, and that Jacksonville game, <laughs> it's just. It, that was just all it, it, there's nothing to say after that. There's just nothing to say. So I'm, I'm really happy with, with Matt Ryan. And I think Chris Ballard has continued to build a strong team on both sides of the ball. So I'm excited. I don't want to get my hopes up too much because man, it's been a rough past few years, but oh, Lord help us. They're in a, they're in a good spot. <laughs> I, I, I think they're, they're headed in the right direction. Uh, never been more right in my life on any player and situation. Get out of here. I don't want to hear your crap, but I, 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 uh, I will always relish that. So, uh, once again, thank you for, uh, listening to the Lynn sanity and, and don't be afraid to give us some flash.